0: We show them a way out. We give them life principles. We give them a way to make legal money. We show them and, and we teach them that their name is more important than silver and gold. We <music> have to come to our mentorship program because we teach the family as a home, to be productive, showing them a way out. Because we make life so complicated, but yet it's open. Listen, you guys, today is the first segment of the year of the Letitia Talk Show. It's your girl, Dr. Letitia Scott Jackson, and I'm elated that I made it to the year of 2024. It's a lot of people that had plans for this year. It's a lot of people that had plans for the day before New Year's they had plans for the day after New Year's and they didn't make it. And so any time I have the opportunity to share with God's people, with all of the people, whether you think you God's people or not, I just love being able to do just that. I'm excited about the new season, excited about the new year, just excited about new levels. Hey, and I'm ready for the new devil. So listen, we're going to have a great segment on today. I have a special guest, Mr. Joseph Kimbrough. We were supposed to do the show two weeks ago, and we got a lot of likes on the reel, but we didn't get to do it because the um, network was down. But listen, we're back up and running today, and he's on the open mic today, and I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell you all who he is, what he does, and we're just going to drop some jewels. That's what we do best, drop jewels, and we're going to be dropping some next-level jewels in this next-level season in this new year. So listen, Joseph, I'm glad to have you today. Thank you for your patience over the last weeks, and I'm just elated to have you on the show. So introduce yourself to the listening audience and tell them who you are what you do and what's to come. Um,
1: Yes, so my name is Joseph Kimbrough. And I manage a private equity fund that invests in apartment buildings in Texas and the Southeast. And as far as what's to come, is uh, number one, finishing this fund off, and then another second fund as well, one that's even bigger than this one.
0: Well, tell them, I mean, you got to tell them. Look, tell them how you got started and what motivated you, what enlightened you, what inspired you to become an investor and and to seek out the endeavors that you're seeking out because a lot of people, you know, you just say, oh, I invested in apartment buildings and we have um, open opportunities for people to invest, but tell them a little about who you are and how you got to where you are and, you know, go. and what inspired you to do what you do.
1: Okay, okay, awesome. Yes, so how I got started in this here was actually um, at 24 years old, I started cold calling a list of people that was going through foreclosure. And um, on my 20th call, twenty, twenty-six call, calls, something like that, I ended up getting someone the answer, and they ended up saying yes. And then off of that yes, I ended up making $10,000. And so then I just continued to do that over and over again. And after a couple of years, I was kind of like, man, I need equity. Um, and so – I started learning multifamily, learning what it looked like to buy apartment buildings. And so from there, I kind of just put myself in the right rooms and went to an event and met a guy there who he saw that I knew how to hustle, I knew how to cold call, I knew how to get in front of people. And he presented the opportunity to me to start my own real estate fund.
0: Now, that's encouragement. Encouragement within itself And so you started the real estate fund, um, the real estate company, um, funding company, let me say it like that. And how has that been going for you? Because it's a lot of people. We have a lot of college students that are young adults such as yourself that listen to this show. And listen, it's a new year. It's 2024, and it's time for new endeavors. You know, a lot of people, they always, you know, and this is a great show, and it's a great day to talk about this because I have my vision board meeting coming up on Saturday and all day today. Um, I had the opportunity to spend some time with my husband's elderly grandmother, but in the process I was researching and studying and trying to figure out how I want to present this because I get so sick of people always saying what they don't have, what they can't do, what's not manifesting for them. But here's the deal. Mm -hmm. You have to have some kind of inspiration. you got to have some kind of motivation. And so I know that $10,000 motivated you. And to some people they sound forfetched, but it's really not. You picked up the phone, you called, and you tried. So, you know, I want you to encourage some of those people that's listening, like, you didn't give up on the nose. You know, a lot of people, as soon as somebody said, I I feel like that, used to feel like that with my nonprofit when I first started it nine years ago. January 15th would be nine years. To this day, no government funding, little to none corporate sponsorship, using my own allowance to bless other people and to pour in other people and not always having people to pour into me. But I got so many no's. As a matter of fact, people won't even say no. They just stop liking on your post. They stop sharing yourself. They stop acknowledging you because of whatever their their reasons are. But a lot of people don't know how to take rejection. They let the first no discourage them, which you never know if you'd have kept going. Like if you'd have stopped at that first no you would have missed where you are today in life. So tell them how yes. important it me, is to not let the know discourage you.
1: Yes, for me when I was doing that cold calling stuff, so I was doing personal training. This is after I left the Marine Corps, like after I got out the Marine Corps and I'm like, mm-hmm. so what what do I do now? Yeah, I had no real skills outside of being a field radio operator which is someone who calls airstrikes and medivacs and, you know. And they're not hiring them people
0: every day all day. (laughs) Listen, and they're (laughs) not hiring people to call military strikes every day all day. So you had to find something else to do with (laughs) your life.
1: Yep, exactly. And so it's like the closest thing I could have done was going to be like a dispatcher at a police department. And I'm like, no, no." I'm I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm like, that's not going to ever make me any type of money. And so I was like, okay, well, it's this or it's failure. Like, this is all I hmm. can do. Like, this is what I can do. Because I was doing personal training, and I realized quickly that personal training did not necessarily pay me as much either, not the levels that I wanted to get to. And so when I started cold calling, wow. that was my motivation every single day. It was like, hey, um, I, need to, I need to get on the phone with these here people. Like, it was to the point where I literally, uh, like, in because I didn't know anything about how to use a Google Excel, Google Sheets, none of that stuff when I was getting started. And so I typed everybody in, 200, and, uh, 200 homeowners in and individually, and just picked up the phone and dialed each one. I knew nothing about dialers, none of that stuff. And so oh, it was just wow. pure, just sheer determination to get to that point. And so when I made that first 10000 and then I was able to invest in some other stuff. When someone told me, like, hey, man, you're doing this way too hard this is what, 2018, 2019, no, 2019? Like, it's 2019, why are you doing it like you back in 06 or something? <laughs> and, so <laughs> I started, and so I started uh, investing in different systems so that I could scale things out quicker. And so then why I kept doing it, once I got used to wholesaling, mm-hmm. which is what it's called, wholesaling, selling these right, the to individual investors. Yep, yeah, so when I got used to that, I started seeing the money come in, but also I saw the money leaving because that was my first time ever making 10000 a month, 25000 right. a month, $15,000 mm-hmm. a month. So it was my first and time get, ever doing that people,
0: kind of stuff. See, that's, that's because, listen, I, we, I'm all about financing, and my husband is a financial consultant and a day trader. So we always talk about that because sometimes, you know, we talk about how people don't respect their blessings and they don't, manage, they don't know how to budget. But as a matter of fact, I'm going to make it as simple as this a lot of people don't understand money so you were you were you were super excited you were like oh hey i done made my first twenty yes. thousand and it went as quick as it came because you didn't understand
1: it. yep i was buying all kind of stuff just walking, like going into like different <laughs> stores that i never could afford <laughs>
0: like hey i want this right. I want that's that. what we do that's what people do <laughs> yes yep. and so that's that and that, that strategically in this year the people that that are up under our um, umbrella, the people that call me for mentorship, I'm going to focus on teaching them how to understand it because if you don't understand, whatever you disrespect, guess what happens? You repel it, you meaning it. you push it away. You never keep it, right? But whatever you respect, you'll attract it. I was listening to a, a sermon earlier today about um, about an open door by Bishop Dale Brunner and he was talking about how some people don't respect the small things, and they wonder why they never get to the big. They just, you know, they don't change the oil in the Honda. They don't sweep the apartment. Mm-hmm. They don't respect the $20. And, you know, they don't respect the $2. And then they train for God to bless them with 200 2000 It's not going to happen because God is, i present. He knows everything. And if he knows you can't respect $2, you just might as well not ask him for 200 to have to just mess off because it's not going to answer. It's just, it's a perfect
1: yeah, there's also, like, with God speaking up, there's also things in your life that you might be doing where he knows that if he blesses you with that money sooner, you'll self-destruct yourself.
0: You better hush. That's it. Look what the old people say. You better shut the front. Look, shut up and keep on talking.
1: <laughs> yeah. And my
0: husband says that all the time. He says some people, you can't give them a whole lot of money. Like, I mean, you know, I told y'all really, it's 2024. I have a 23-year-old daughter. I love her to life. She is the cutest little something. But guess what? If I gave her just a mere $10,000, oh my God, she's about to go put some new rims on her little Mercedes and go buy all the (laughs) brand new Jordans. She's a Jordan sneaker fanatic. And you'll be like, where your $10,000 went? My husband, she had a set. Her credit score stays in the 700. Guess what she does? Go get a cell phone. Lady, are you listening when I'm teaching to other people? You gotta stay away from those traps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you
1: gotta stay away from those traps. That's something I learned. I was like, man, because when I was doing that I wasn't saving money, so when I came across multifamily, I was like, Okay, this is this is much better. I had so I had to literally figure out how I'm gonna get into that. And so when I and finally multi-family, inf multi-family, in,
0: in, to the multifamily investment deal.
1: Yes, into the deals because you, yes, you raising money, but you also want to invest your own money into the deals as well. Of course. And so that. What's the that use look? What's the use of giving for?
0: everybody else a piece of the pie? And you're not getting none of the pie. Like you watching exactly. everybody else eat and you starving. Doesn't make sense. If the, if you're getting other people to invest in it, you have to believe in it enough yourself to invest your own money. So when they eat, you eat. When we eat, we all eat together.
1: Exactly, and so like my first my first year as a as a fund manager, I ended up acquiring 160 units in Charleston, South Carolina,
0: um, mm, coming in as, a, as an energy. equity.
1: I came in as an equity partner uh, for that particular property, mm-hmm. and then just continued to build on that because I had to I had to really relearn some things because I went from thinking in fast money mindset of ten thousand fifteen thousand every month. And getting it back as soon as I spend it, and then I switch to the mindset of I need to build cash flow, so that that is producing. But building cash flow takes longer.
0: Residual, takes residual, longer. yeah,
1: yeah, residual. It takes a little bit longer, but when it when it you get there, then it is very beneficial to have because now right. you have true freedom. As well, you know as
0: what I used to say. I call it the slow. It may be you say it may take a little longer to get there when you're investing in those kind of ventures. But here's the deal. Slow money is better than no money, and it's for sure money. You you get what I'm saying? Some people want instant gratification, and that instant gratification, it doesn't always manifest the way we think it should. I mean, I've been there and done it. I used to be in the (coughs) streets wanting the fast money, selling drugs, hustling, and and flipping shoes and trying to flip purses. And and I was getting that little quick money, but guess what? As quick as it was coming – that's as quick as it was going. It was gone as quick as I got it. Yep. I wasn't reinvesting so then, it. I wasn't putting it in long-term investments or um, my husband called it, what you call those um, things you put your money in and they give you your money back. you know what I'm talking about? ETF funds and, and index funds and okay. stuff like that. See, I had to learn that over the years. That's
1: all good stuff there.
0: Yeah, I a actually, lot of people oh, don't really? even know. You know, it's so crazy because – It's like simple stuff that we never knew about, and when I started learning, like, oh, I take a million dollars and put it in an index fund or an ETF fund, and I'm getting a certain percentage on it. Like you say, residual. It may not be as fast as we want it, or it may not be as much as we want, but guess what? It's not going nowhere, and it's yours, and it's coming, and you don't lose your principal.
1: Yep. A lot. I think the biggest thing is really just a lack of knowledge,
0: Um, especially –
1: especially like within our within our community on things like the closest thing that i think that i saw to like investing growing up was like my godfather buying like investing in cds mm-hmm.
0: like
1: <laughs> that's so the same thing was, my like, husband look we was just thing. with
0: my husband 88 year old grandmother that's what she did invested in cds her husband did investing in cds because he retired from frito and Um, And and stock he retired from class and they put it in stocks. He said that was the closest thing that they saw growing up to investing with CDs. But now we have so many different opportunities that it's no reason, Joseph. When I tell you this and I say this wholeheartedly, because people, oh my God, it's just it's it's really sad because again in our communities people don't want to learn. We perish because we lack knowledge, and it's so simple to get out of these situations that they're in. To get them out of their situation yeah. it just takes some knowledge and some and some perseverance and some knowing and look and doing something. I always say if you don't do nothing you'll never get nothing. You're gonna to have to do something to get some people. It's just not gonna fall out yeah. of the sky in your lap. Yep.
1: Yeah. I saw I've literally seen like my, my cousins, right, I told them about real estate. This is when I, I was getting started in it and I was telling them, "Hey, you should do this here." And they were saying, "Well, we want to follow our passion." I'm like, "You need to follow this money and then you can fund your passion."
0: <laughs> that part. <of> it. <laughs> you say they say want well, to follow their passion. Like, you say follow this money. Listen. Yeah. You know, and if they what I tell people all the time, listen, you can make it your purpose. And once it becomes your purpose, guess what happens? You don't have to chase the money. The money will chase you. It'll come to you. Exactly. But you got to make it your purpose. It's all right to have a passion, yep. but you got to have a purpose. Yeah, And I exactly. tell people all the time, purpose. yeah, you got to have a purpose. And if you maximize your purpose and you tap into your potential, your potential helps you maximize your purpose. Being and then only is when you can become prosperous. You're just spinning your wheels. My 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 um seven year old grandson was talking to me the other day. He was like, Oh no, this was a few days ago. We were in Florida, and he said, Listen. We're gonna be millionaires in the year twenty twenty four. He and his brother, they one is seven and one turned nine today. And he says, We just gotta yeah. make money while we sleep.
1: Yep, that's investing. And
0: they're they're published authors and they <coughs> they learn the market and they own a bow type business. I told you, we gotta to find some marketing strategies where their money can be made turning while you sleeping.
1: Yep. Something I wrote, so you know I I do like Forbes articles. That, uh-huh. like I write articles. They get published with Forbes. So I actually wrote in like one of my latest ones that got published. I had placed them there. I was like, your business is supposed to fund your investments, not your lifestyle. It's exactly. going to fund your lifestyle starting out, but you want to get it to a point where it funds your, your investments. That way exactly. your investments supersede your active income. Now you have financial freedom. But so if you're always dependent on the actions you take to have to go make money, then you'll never have freedom.
0: mm never, never, ever. You said a mouthful then. Never, ever. Yes, your business is supposed to fund your investments. And my husband, does. he makes sure that. And that's one thing that I thank God for about him because he, I don't even question him. He'll come and, like, oh, I'm about to take XYZ and do ABC or ABC and do XYZ. Hey. Have to do D E F G H I J K too. As long as it brings some money back in, and you got everything covered, we good. And he's always been strategic yeah. with that, and it makes sense. You know, I want the thing sometimes. I'm not. I'm. A, I'm a woman. Sometimes I send him a picture of Gucci purse. He send it back. You just spend on other people's children. Yeah. You just spent that on two, three prison trips. Hey, that's your business. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I give you your allowance, you spend it on other people, but my money is going back into these investments. Yeah. That's
1: that's a smart man right there.
0: And that's the only way we that's the only way to be successful. You have to make your money work for you, not you work for the money. But let me say just, this because again we have a lot of college students and a lot of young adults that listen to the show you have to start somewhere, so it's nothing wrong with having a job. You know, I tell, I tell my, I teach my mentorship program that job means just over broke, and it's the truth. I don't care what nobody say. Take it how you want to. Job means just over broke. You are working to pay bills, to work to pay more bills. Yep. But you're supposed to take that money to use it as a stepping stone. Again, like you said, to maximize your purpose, so you can find something that you can invest in until you can get to those big investments. And it's not, not attainable. Some people think it's not attainable, but it is.
1: It's very attainable. You were doing cold calls. I mean,
0: listen, you done, You told me something I, I wouldn't have never thought of, but that's, I mean, because I, I just haven't thought of it, but to just sit up and do cold calls to help somebody sell their home, and you on the back end and you just made $10,000. That's free money doing nothing but making phone calls.
1: Yep, just selling a piece of paper contract.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and, and now when I switched over to the fund management side of things, it was very eye-opening for me because there was people who I messaged who I called to an invest and, in. you know, I was basing things off of, hey, this dude wearing designer clothes, this person here, they got a Lamborghini, they got a Ferrari, all these things. So I'm like, I know they got half a million to invest. I know they got it. And then as I look through everything, I talk to them, and then they're like, no, nah, nah, I really don't have it. I'm like, what?
0: No. What do all you of it's in the it? thing. Look, all of it's in the thing, and <laughs> 90% of them are leasing the cars. And a lot of times people don't understand networks, so they think they have it. And they're like, oh, well, no, that million dollars is your house, your car, and all that other little stuff you got. So where are the assets? Yep.
1: And you really can't count your house because the SEC.
0: And you really can't. Um, when, you
1: can't. Yeah, the SEC does not count your home as your primary residence towards your net worth when determining if you are an accredited investor. Right. So let's say your your house is worth a million dollars and mm-hmm. your other assets is only worth 500000 If you used to try to invest with me and your CPA pulls that stuff up and shows me, you, you wouldn't qualify.
0: Right, because they, they, the house is really not the accountable asset. Again, like I just said, a lot of people don't even have a quarter million dollars in cash in the bank. As a matter of fact, research study says most Americans don't even have. What is how many percentage of Americans? six, six I think it was sixty-nine percent of Americans don't even have a thousand dollars in the savings.
1: It's funny you said, I really just had this conversation with somebody uh, a few days ago. Uh, this guy he this guy I just randomly made him out of this hospital and he was like, Yeah, I'm in real estate and so we're just having a conversation and I mm-hmm. told him how I've been to how I've been to East Africa twice now, uh Tanzania specifically and I was telling him I was like what I realized being there is that most of these people, we call them third world countries over there and then like in South America. I was like oh. but most of these people in these third world countries are wealthier than the average American. And the reason why is because one, they don't have debt. And when I say exactly. debt, I'm talking about consumer debt. It's a difference exactly. between consumer debt and debt that's paying you in, with your investment to acquire assets. So they don't have consumer debt. Whatever you they right have, they right actually own you. it. Exactly. I say, and and plus, plus, these people – they know how to live off the land. So if all the money got taken, got taken away, they have security to know that they can go out there and grow things, they know how to kill animals, they know how to support themselves, they they're better off. they even the wealthiest American because if you just to strip the, the wealthiest American away from take their money, they would not last even a month.
0: Oh no. Some of them listen, some of them will commit suicide. Do you hear me?
1: Oh, definitely.
0: They would actually lose. I'm talking about to the point where they would take their own lives if you took every penny from them. I'm, I, I always say this because my husband and I we had a, all these conversations, and I think we were in um, Dominican Republic earlier this year. And he said, "Listen, you can put me anywhere in the, any country, not just in the U.S. Just put me anywhere in any country, and I'm going to survive." Yep. Take all you, you the money, take everything you can take, and I'm going to figure out a way to come up out of these things. Yep. I'm going to start talking things. to the
1: locals, figure out how to grow stuff.
0: You better hush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> create partnerships, yep. uh, all like that. He said
0: <laughs> that the key to success and surviving in any, any country, any place, is understanding economics. And when you can understand economics and you can understand money, the sky is the limit. Yeah. So that's the word for somebody today. When you can understand economics and understand money and respect what God blesses you with, you can level up. People, every time you see somebody, I'm a millionaire. I'm leveling up. Baby, them people not leveling up. They just leveling. <laughs> you better make sure you're following the right people. For real, people, they act like they're yep. abundantly blessed. They barely get, like you just said, you've seen these people with these Lamborghinis and all these designer clothes. And then when you try to qualify them in your investment um, groups or the, the things that you're letting them invest in, they don't qualify because, oh. The house don't count, so that million, two million already out the window. And then your car definitely really ain't gonna count because you can't don't count. if you don't have it paid for. Look, you don't have it paid for, you sure can't get no money against it. So, I mean, that's another liability. It's not an asset. Yep. And some and a so lot I, of people like, don't understand it. Yep,
1: yeah, I think the biggest thing, especially in today's time, is because of social media. We are very oh, much impressed by the that's things a, that we're people We're gonna have, have to come back
0: and do a second show for that because that's a whole yep. 30, thirty, forty-five minute hour too. No, that's, that's a whole nother conversation, a whole <laughs> other conversation by itself. Because by my husband being um, a financial consultant and him um, helping people change their namesakes and restoring their their um, name worthy through their credit, we see a lot of those people that you see that people look up to and you're like, oh, they got it going on and no, they barely making it. Yep. It's because we get That's deceived by what we see. They driving and half of the stuff the people they wearing, the people letting them wear it so they can get promotions, so they can promote their businesses and their brands and, and loaning cars and leasing cars. Come on, stop it already. And they yep. then so like, them to the next. So you're going to tell them to get a half a million dollars and they're looking at you like you've lost your mind.
1: Exactly. Like I'm talking about eyes get big. Like that's like I have a rule. Whereas when it comes to like investment stuff for myself, if I want a gym membership, for example, if I'm going to be there, I need to make sure it's a gym that is putting me around people who really have the assets to invest in what I'm doing. So it needs to, I I need to be in the place where I need to be in that place where I know that, hey, I'm going to benefit either through knowledge or direct investment.
0: Exactly. You don't want to be wasting time, wasting time. Too many people, too many of you listening, waste too much time, wasting time. And time is something you can't get back. You can get, you can go make. You can't get money back either. You can make some more money, but you can't get it back. But time, you can't yep. get back here. You can't turn it back. You can't redo it. You can't do none of that.
1: Yep. My my mentor, you know him. And, you know, this is something he would say. (laughs) He taught me me this here early on. He's like, I'm not going to say my nickname because I don't want anyone knowing that. (laughs) So he's like, Joseph, he's like, Joseph, he's like, stay away from the broke dicks. He said, that's
0: your problem. (laughs) That sounds just just like him. I'm not going to call his name either, but that sounds just like him.
1: Yep, they he, that sound like something you to you. He has you. those kind of
0: conversations <laughs> with my husband, I know. <laughs> yeah,
1: but the, like the like thing you is, sometimes people,
0: I say this all the time, look, show me six of your friends, I'll show you your future. Because if six of your friends broke you, number seven. This is true. It's just real. So there you ain't no way, the right around way around it. Yeah, there's it just, just no way around it. So, listen, this conversation, we're going to bring it back again. We're going to do a part two, you guys, because, We missed two weeks in a row. Last week was holiday week, the week before the network was down. But let me tell you something. I'm going to let you, um, Joseph, leave them with something positive. I mean, you just said so much. That makes so much. But I want you to just give them, if you can just give the audience, the listening audience, one thing, because we're going to have the link to this show um, tomorrow sometimes, and we'll be able to share it with other people, plus it will be on Spotify, over 70 platforms. But Leave them with something positive because, again, some people get so discouraged as soon as they hear no or they feel like they haven't arrived yet or they can't do this. You know, a lot of people make so many excuses. Give them something positive and we're going to tell them where they can find you on social media. You know, you may not can invest in his investments right now, but you can learn some knowledge and knowledge is power. And our people perish because we lack knowledge. Knowledge yep. is powerful. So just give, drop them a jewel, and then we're gonna, they already know where to find me at latitetalks.com. Um, Keeping families connected on Instagram and everywhere else. But tell them, give them something positive. Tell them where they can find you yep. at, and they're going to have to catch us again next week.
1: Yeah. So I would say something positive would be to watch what you consume. And when I say consume, it's not necessarily in the sense of like food. More so, consume with your eyes. What are you watching? Hmm. Pay attention to that. Do an audit of that, and so always keep that in mind, so that you make sure that you're looking at the right things, so you stay in the right mindset when you're building wealth. Because if you are if you're constantly consuming things that's tempting you to want to go buy this and buy that and buy this and buy that, then it, it's just making it it's, it's just making your life that much more difficult to be disciplined and then also as far and then also as far as where to find me you can find me on Instagram at joseph kimbro j o s e p h k i m b r o u g h and then also you can find my website which is investinapartmentsnow.com so those two and there also with the website it will have all my social media on there
0: And before we go, you guys, let me shout out High School of Medicine. They still have opportunities for you if you want to level up. We've we've also partnered with a new school, and they'll be on the show next week talking about their new certifications and everything that they have to offer. And, And listen, it's time to do something to get something. Again, be mindful what you consume. I'm going to leave you with that word today. Be mindful what you consume. And Mr. Kimbrough was not talking about what you digest physically. He's talking about what you digest in the in emotionally, intellectually,
1: through the trajectory
0: of your mindset and spiritually. Most definitely, that's most importantly because gold without God gets no gratification. So no matter what you do, if God is not a part of it you spinning your wheels. Listen, you guys, until next week, God bless you. I love you. It's your girl, Dr. Letitia Scott-Jackson. Thank you all for tuning in. And, Joseph, I really thank you for the conversation. is has been very enlightening and look forward to next week. We're going to do a part two next week, and we're going to probably be bringing thank you sure. in, let you talk to the group um, when we have our next meeting. So you can drop some of these jewels on some of these younger people from this younger generation. Listen, God bless you, and you have a great day. And again, thank you for your time.
1: Uh, you too. Thank you.
0: Oh, okay, Bella. Bye.